Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain here, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So, let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome back. We're here in the House Call community. I want to say a special welcome to any new people to the community. Welcome. If this is your first time finding us, um, we just want to say hey and grab a seat or take us on your walk. Um, You know, let us make that house call with you. And we also want to say share us. You know, if you if you're just hearing us for the first time and you you're we've added value to your life and you really are just excited about what you hear, just share us. Let let somebody else know about us. Also, the other thing that you can do is if you um, found us on your favorite podcast platform, mm-hmm. like, subscribe, and that makes it easier for other people to find. So, did you say leave a review as well? I'm sorry, I think I don't know. Please, leave a review, please, 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 please leave a review, especially on iTunes. <laughs> you know, I love to um, take care of a little bit of housekeeping before we dive right into this um, episode. And so we've been doing a couple of things around in the house call community. We've been slowing down to speed up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I have my favorite co-host with me behind the mic t- today. Thank you for coming to this side, honey. No problem. Thank you. So we have overhauled the website Mm -hmm. done a major overhaul of the website not we oh that's true okay so i got pros (laughs) (laughs) listen we we figured it out and Mm -hmm. we're learning what we can do what we what we should be letting other people do and where where our strengths are and where our time is needed now discover your strengths yeah that that so so Mm -hmm. it's the same web address if mm-hmm. you go to housecallwithdrmac.com, that's H-O-U-S-E-C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-D-R-M-A-C.com, you can go there and find all the episodes, upload it there. You can listen right there on the screen. It's so mobile friendly. I really like that. It's mm-hmm. so mobile friendly. Um you can contact us. You can book us to host lunch and learns or health seminars in the contact contact us a uh, spot there and just hang out on the on the site and let us know what you think. I mean, I think it's pretty cool there. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. you guys head on over there. The other thing is that all of our social media platforms now have the same handle. Mm-hmm. So you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all by House Call with Dr. Mac. So Twitter is at House Call with Dr. Mac. IG is house call underscore with underscore Dr. Mac. Facebook is house call with Dr. Mac. So all of our all of our social medias are the same. So you don't have to try and remember all the different ones. But this is this mm-hmm. is cool. Pretty cool. So I'm really excited about that. The other thing that I wanted to touch on really quick before we dive right into this conversation is 
if you've noticed, we've had different voices for the introduction. Mm -hmm. And we thought it would be really cool if we opened it up and asked the House Call community to be the voice of the introduction now. So if you would like to be the voice of the introduction for Season 7 coming up September of 2017, let us know. Reach out to us. You can be from anywhere. You Mm -hmm. don't have to be here in the United States. You don't have to be even right here in our general vicinity, our backyard. Um, We have really cool ways of getting your voice and plugging it in and you know making it part of the of the mm-hmm. show. So let us know, drop us a line. Our email address though is still the same. It is at it is realdoc r e a l d o c 74 at gmail.com. And you can drop us a line there or you can reach out to us on any of the social platforms that we've talked about, Twitter, Instagram, Um, Facebook, leave us a a little message, say, hey, I want to be the voice of the introduction for season seven. Pretty cool. So I think that's pretty cool. I think we've taken care of all our housekeeping. Mm -hmm. Think so? Yeah, I think so. So this month Mm -hmm. is not just, well, it is heart. It's like a heart month, Mm -hmm. but it's not just the Valentine's, you know, Hmm. Cupid. It's a serious heart. There's some serious heart issues being talked about as well. Yes, it is. So some of those serious heart issues deal are um, dealing with women's heart health. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought it would be um, a great thing for the house call community if we talked about that and didn't let February go by without touching on that. We do have an individual that's coming in to share their amazing story dealing Mm -hmm. with heart. Um, heart health in general, um, but I believe that we need to talk about women's heart health and just bring some awareness to that. And that's all we do here in the House Call community. We teach you how your body works mm-hmm. so you can make better health choices and live a healthier life. And hopefully have some aha moments. There you go. Have mm-hmm. some aha moments. And so we were asked, House Call was asked to go and facilitate a lunch and learn at one of the corporations downtown here in D.C. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking back at it, I said, oh, my goodness, we have the content we need to put it in the podcast, Mm -hmm. in the community. And so this is why we're sitting down today together to talk about that. Um, So we're going to be talking about women's health, women's heart health. And we're just going to jump right on in to that conversation. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to, I like to tell us where we're going. We're going to talk about some facts. We're going to talk about some risk factors. And then we're going to talk about symptoms. And we're going to tie it all up together. So... I want to throw out some numbers here. Okay. The number one, 80 seconds, hmm. one in three, 400,000, hmm. and the first year. Hmm. So what do all of those have in common? Hmm. Well, they're all numbers that deal with some staggering facts about women's heart health. Oh. So... Heart disease is the number one killer of women, period, mm-hmm. over cancers, all cancers. Wow. Heart disease is the number one killer of women. Why don't we hear that more? I no. think it's just because we have traditionally looked at heart disease as a man's disease. Mm-hmm. And we have not really acknowledged that women can have heart attacks. Wow. We don't think about women dropping of heart attacks. You always hear yeah. of the gentleman or the man or somebody, you know, in your sphere of influence that, oh, my gosh, he was up one minute and then boom. Right. 
Um, but it's not just said on TV and movies as well. You always have so many scenes of men go. clutching their hearts and having heart attacks, but you never exactly. Wow, exactly. And mm. so the women is always something like cancer or something, right? Like that, that does, right. Wow. And we're not saying that any of those other disease mm-hmm. entities that we deal with are any less important. Oh no, by no means. We're mm-hmm. just saying we need to make sure that we understand that heart disease is the number one killer of women. Wow. One in three women will die of heart disease. Mm. That is staggering. Yes. And as we're, as medicine is evolving, as science is evolving, we're living longer. Mm. And so we're going to see this because women are living longer. Yeah. Um, the, others, the other number I came across was 80 seconds. And I was like, 80 mm. seconds? There's one death nearly every 80 seconds from heart disease mm-hmm. for women. Oh. Within this year, heart disease will claim 400,000 women's lives. Mm. That's in the U.S. That's in US the U.S. Number. Yeah, wow. And then the other thing that really stuck out to me was that the disparity between women and men within the first year it is there is an increased risk of women dying within their first year after having a heart attack than men. That just doesn't. Yes. So any in in your reading, did you see any reason why? Do they think why that is? The they believe the reason why is because some of the therapies mm-hmm. that are designed after you have a heart attack, because a heart attack can lead to things such as congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. The pump doesn't work anymore right. or the electricity then stops working. All of the studies that were done for the therapies that are now developed were done on men. Mm. So we don't know what really works for women. Okay. So just like that organization you were talking to yes so the organization that i came across which is the women's heart alliance Mm -hmm. and one of their co-founders is barbara streisand Mm -hmm. they are bringing awareness and one of their big pushes is that they want to push congress to give funding so that women are included in the studies Mm. so that there's more funding for studies so that we can understand the differences because there are there are some fundamental differences between the way our bodies work so we need to i don't know somehow get the organization and those other like the nba they play in february they this should be a a month where they're red yes yes the nfl has the pink the pink month exactly so So, yeah. yeah I, that's a great the idea. The number one killer The of number women? one killer and of women. Yeah, come on. Yes. That, that's a great idea. That's a great You're idea. You're welcome. Yeah. Make sure give me credit. Now. I sure will. <laughs> I sure will. But that's it. It's, yeah. there, there's so many, um, there's so many different aspects of this disease mm-hmm. that need to be tackled yeah. because of the disparity between men and women. The other statistic that came up was 65%. And this was significant Mm -hmm. to me because of what it was, because of what it, what it meant, what it meant, or what it was tied to. Okay. And this goes along with another, I was doing some studying and research when I was talking to Dr. Newton Andrews, Mm -hmm. who came into our community. He um, has a background in, um, 
nuclear cardiology mm-hmm. and nuclear medicine and cardio cardiovascular imaging and heart failure therapies. It's a very good teacher. Oh, he's an excellent teacher. You need teacher. to hear those episodes he's, if you haven't it's heard episodes those, yeah. 10 and 11 in the mm-hmm. house call community and it's called Going Back to the Classroom. Mm-hmm. We, I came across some information that said that asked women, if you had the symptoms of a heart attack, mm-hmm. if you had the classic symptoms or you had some symptoms of a heart attack, or what they thought. Or what they thought. Right. The classic, was, what, what you think, what you would, think be, would be right, the right, classic right. symptoms of a heart attack. How many of you would call 911 for yourself? Mm. And only 65% of them said they would. Yeah. But and now she said that, that number seems high to me, knowing women, yeah, you know, it, because yeah. we're going to power through. We're going to do what we have to do to just make it through. And the now they asked them the they asked them the flip side of that. If your significant other mm. had those symptoms, how many of you would call 911 or seek immediate medical attention? Of course. Of course, it was in the 90s. Yeah. You know, because I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure you're taken care of. Wow. And so we need to think about this as women. And so we're going to talk about some of those symptoms. Mm -hmm. And that, I believe, is where we have some disparity, too, Mm -hmm. where we need to make sure we understand the differences that can happen. But before we get there, um, going back to our roadmap, We've talked about those facts, Mm -hmm. those numbers. Those are facts. That's numbers. That's what's happening. So what are some of our risk factors? What are some of our risk factors? There are modifiable and non-modifiable risk factors. Mm -hmm. So what are the modifiable risk factors? Those are the things we can change or have a choice. Mm -hmm. We have a choice. That's the diet, exercise, making sure, you know, smoking cessation or tobacco exposure. That's the controlling our hypertension, the controlling the high cholesterol. It's acknowledging stress in our lives. Mm -hmm. All of these things can be controlled, can be modified. And I, I, you know, I, I used to say, as we were talking about this, oh, these are the hard choices. And you kept reminding me, no, these are... They're just choices. They're right. a mindset. Right. This is how, you know, you, you said it best um, a little while ago where you said women do so much more. Wait, wait I don't want to butcher it. Women head. do things that are much harder than modifying these risk factors every day. There you go. Just, you know, being mom. Right. You know, and yeah. these are just simply choices. Mm-hmm. And so we have to take a step back. And these are the things that fill us up first. These are some of the things that we have to do. Mm -hmm. So I like always going to the analogy of the airplane Mm. and, and, and when they give us the safety instructions and they say, if your cabin pressure changes and that, you know, yellow thing drops out of the, out of the ceiling. And if there's somebody beside you that needs help, what are you supposed to do first? Put your oxygen mask on first Because you will be no good if you have, if you're passed out. That's right. And I usually get the aha moment in people's eyes when I go and say until tell them that analogy, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you're right." Makes sense. We makes sense. 
So what are some of the non-modifiable risk factors? Mm -hmm. So these are your family history. Um, If you have what we call a first-degree relative, so this is considered your mother or your father or your first-degree relatives. And for men, if you have a first-degree relative that had a heart attack at the age of 55, that's Mm -hmm. early. Yeah. If you're a female, if you're a woman, and you have a first-degree relative that had a heart attack at the age of 65, that's early. Mm. So these are the non-modifiable risk factors. These Mm -hmm. are things that, okay, you you didn't have any control over that. Um, Another one is your ethnicity, Mm. just your genes. Again, going back to that family history, your genes are your genes. But we can do things that turn on these genes or help to keep them quiet. Mm. So, you know, for example... We know we have hypertension in our family genes. So we are very conscious of the fact of helping our children understand salt intake, drinking water, Mm -hmm. those type of things, because we don't want to turn on their hypertension gene. Mm. So that's what we're talking about when you can modify those risk factors. Um, The other thing that was uh, that popped up as a non-modifiable risk factor is postmenopausal status. Mm -hmm. So when our hormones as women's change, Mm -hmm. That increases your risk for developing cardiovascular disease. And that is a whole nother episode because that gets into hormones and balancing hormones. And the WHI study that came out my very first day of residency, I'll never forget it. Our residency program director ran in with the FedEx delivered Uh, study in her hand like oh my gosh we have to take everybody off of this you know they were talking about those synthetic hormones the Mm -hmm. prem pro premarin those things that had been made by horse urine i guess it's before twitter oh yes 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 she she didn't get to tweet that morning (laughs) (laughs) she didn't i'm so (laughs) mad at you uh but yeah so and that's where we've had to take a step back and and there are pioneers that have continued to figure out okay so what is it why what can we do for women mm-hmm. and so your postmenopausal status really increases your risk for developing heart disease oh. and having a heart attack um so these are the modifiable and non-modifiable mm-hmm. risk factors um that I really wanted to quickly go over with the house call community the next thing we're going to talk about are the symptoms mm-hmm. of heart disease. Um, what are some symptoms that you know or that you've heard about? The the Fred's um, sound for, <laughs> you know, clutching the heart. And um, so chest pain is a radiating chest pain. Um, what else are we talking about? It's funny, too, because in the hospital, we, we're, a, uh, we're a stroke center. So mm. I have all the stroke stuff on ah. the front of my head now. Um, but yeah, nausea, vomiting, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, really, but it's just the chest pain. Yeah, someone, yeah. you know, they say like, it's a feel like someone's standing on your chest or something. Right, like right. Um, yeah, those are the big ones that yeah. I think of. Yeah, we and think of we think of pain and mm-hmm. we think of it either going down our arm or sometimes I'll tell you it's coming up into your head or mm-hmm. your, or your jaw area. Um, but this is where I want us, I want to challenge the community because we're going to learn that symptoms can be a lot different. Mm. Uh, so I'd like to play a little clip first okay. uh, before we start talking about symptoms. This is from our episode nine, Just a Little Heart Attack, the Carolyn Mounter story. And let's listen and see what she says about mm-hmm. symptoms. Going 
lot of walking, you know, trying to find the live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, every time we would walk, I would get a little short of breath. Okay. And I'd have to stop for a few minutes. Then I'd catch my breath, and then, you know, we'd continue walking. And we would walk, one day we walked about seven miles. And we would just do quite a bit of walking. But then this would happen a little too frequently. The, and, um, the shortness of breath. Day, I see. I had to stop, and I said, honey, go home and take the car. Anyway, he said, let me call our doctor. So he called our doctor, and our doctor said, wait a minute. She's, um, you know, when she's exerting herself, she's getting really short of breath. She, said, uh, she needs to come in, and I need to examine her. Well, you know, I never thought it had anything to do with my heart. Um, because when I thought about heart disease, heart attack, I always thought you have chest pain would be pain, but I never had pain. I had a little um, shortness of breath, um, I was a little tired, but, you know, of course, you know, you walk a lot of miles. Mm-hmm. So you don't even think that you're having anything serious going on. You just think, wow. I'm just a little tired. So she just thought she was a little tired. Hmm. She was starting to have more exertional shortness mm-hmm. of breath. Oh. Dr. Andrews talks about that in his episodes 10 and 11 where we go back to the classroom and he starts talking about how exercise can be a litmus test mm-hmm. of what's going on with you. Like the canary in the coal mine. Yes. You know? yeah. So he said if you're doing exercise on a regular basis, and you start seeing that you can't do what you used to be able to do, hmm. that's an indicator for you to seek some medical attention. Hmm. And that's, that's a ex- good reason to exercise. It's a good reason. <laughs> it makes a lot yeah. of sense. And that's what was happening to Aunt Carol. Right. She was up to seven miles, but it was getting more. Wow, they walked seven miles. Seven miles. And it was getting harder and harder yeah. for her because she was getting more and more short of breath. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the symptoms. She said, I never thought of pain mm-hmm. because I had discomfort. Mm-hmm. But it was continual discomfort. It was something that was happening on a continual basis. So for women, they may have shortness of breath. Mm-hmm. They may have severe fatigue, which is that, not that normal. Ugh, I'm just a little tired today. It's really severe fatigue. And even Dr. Andrews points out that some women brush it off as, oh, I'm just around that time of my cycle. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm a little tired, more tired than usual. You know, th- there can be jaw pain. Sometimes there's just jaw pain, not the radiating pain because these are referred fibers. Mm. We're all connected, mm. right? Um, then there can be some back pain. Right. There can also be just um, some nausea. Or some GERD symptoms, we call them, that that heartburn. Right. But Dr. Andrews also points out, if you're having those symptoms and they're not right after you eat a meal, hmm. maybe <laughs> it's not heartburn. Right. You know, heartburn so two hours after you eat. May not be. Yeah, you might want to. Right. Yeah. You know, or a heartburn just when you walked up the steps. Mm. No, that's, yeah. that's, not, that, that's not the classic... 
um, what we call, con- you know, for every action, there's a reaction or, right. you know, consequence. No, this is this is not following the regular you know, flow. One thing that's been in my mind, I don't want us to seem like we're alarmists, but mm-hmm. the numbers you talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. really it should give women pause. Yes. You know, yeah. you always think you want to go get that annual exam every year to check the women's stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, everything else. Yeah. But heart disease is it, the it, number one killer women. the number one that, killer. That's period. it, period. Yeah. And so we need to make sure that we know mm-hmm. know the facts, know our risk factors, mm-hmm. know the symptoms. And that way we can start really taking that holistic look and that big picture look and we can stop having the other woman syndrome is what i call it Mm -hmm. and and what is that it's always going to happen to somebody else Mm -hmm. it's never going to be me it's going to be my co-worker that sits beside me in the cubicle beside me or it's going to be my neighbor's mom or it's going to be my my girlfriend's sister Mm -hmm. um it's never going to be me and so I say, you know, one of one of the prescriptions I, I gave at the Lunch and Learn was let's have an elimination diet, eliminate mm-hmm. the denial that it will. It could be you, right. you know, take denial out of the picture. Look at your risk factors. Look at what you're doing and really be proactive to make sure that you're doing your part. Yeah. And then I talked about doing a teaspoon of lifestyle choices. Hmm. So choose that one thing that can be that keystone habit that is, gives the domino effect. Hmm. You know, what are you going to do? You know, are you going to make sure you take your blood pressure medicine every day? Are you going to make sure that you exercise every day? I'm, yeah, I'm in that. Mm-hmm. I'm stepping on my own toes. Um, you know, I talk about with exercise that, you know, the Fitbit phenomena, which is great, or that activity wear, uh, you know, phenomenon is great, but it's not just about 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. It's really about getting your 30 minutes of high intensity exercise in three times a week. Mm-hmm. So I challenge people to actually set their goal, not at their steps, but at their activity minutes, mm-hmm. because you can find that you can do a lot of steps. And not meet your activity level. And I'm finding that. I'm challenging myself. I set my goal really to alarm me when I've done my 30 minutes. And I'm not getting in my 30 minutes. Mm. But I'm getting up to almost 8,000 steps. And you and Dr. Lake, y'all talked about... um Talked about that, you know, yeah. but then, you know, you be, um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but we have a video up on YouTube that'll be there soon. Uh, will you guys really give some good examples yeah. about ways to get that exercise, that activity in at home? There you go. So yeah. you, it, you don't it's have doable. to go to the gym. No. You don't have to no. worry about it. Yeah. It's doable within your, within where you have access. Mm hmm. Um, and then, you know, and give yourself an injection of self-care is the last part of that prescription. Mm. So think about things that fill your cup. Think about things that, you know, help you put on that oxygen mask to make mm-hmm. sure that you're taking taking care of yourself. 
you know, I listen to, you know, several different podcasts and one of my favorite ones, and I hope they, you know, they listen to this, this finds them in the ether or whatever <laughs> you want to say, but I listen to a couple of young ladies that host a podcast called Another Round, mm-hmm. and I love them because they, they just remind me of being in college or right out of college with your girlfriends and sitting around and chatting, and they're so intelligent. These mm-hmm. girls are very intelligent, but they talk about self-care. I love the way they've coined that phrase. They're like, you know, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. What is what are you doing for self care? Mm-hmm. And um and they rattle off a couple of things of what you should do and I think it's really cool mm. really cool and cute. Um and really not cute, but it's it's really it makes you makes you pause and makes yeah. you go, Oh yeah, these are some really cool things that I can do. Um so take an injection of self care mm. and and let's let's get this awareness out. Um if you want to know more, there is the organization we talked about that is the women's heart alliance dot org. And we'll have that in the copy uh, where you can go and you can see what they're doing and, and see how they're creating awareness because they're, they're, pre- they're lobbying Congress to make sure that the funding that goes towards heart disease includes women in the studies because that's where the disparity comes because we were not included in the studies I can't, but yeah, in the beginning because wild. it was a man's disease. Wow. So... Let's let's get this awareness out there, and um, I, I like your idea about the NBA and Red Month. You know, really, we've yeah. got to, for it to yeah. be the number one killer of women. I like that, and we, it's not more visible. Yeah. That's that's not. It's really. February third is usually National Red Dress Day mm-hmm. um, to signify women in heart disease, but. Um, we should be talking about this a little bit yeah. more. And men need to listen to this and take heed yeah, as well because, because, you know, we all have uh, a special woman, at least one special yeah. woman in your life who is your mother, sister, yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. So. Exactly, exactly. So. Yeah. So that's, that's our episode for this time. Mm-hmm. We're talking about women and heart disease and heart health. And so we want you guys to take care of yourselves. Make sure that you take care of other people in your lives and help them become aware. And don't become the other woman in the, in, in the room. Wow. Okay? Wow. Until next time, community, we'll see you back here. Bye now. Bye.